Welcome to Align Your Practice, an exploration of the seamless relationship between the business of chiropractic and the future of natural health care. Join us as we engage with an array of talent, from seasoned experts to passionate new entrepreneurs. Now, here's your host, Dr. Joe Esposito. Welcome to the Align Your Practice podcast. This is Dr. Joe Esposito. I'm excited today to uh, be talking about breaking the student mindset with Dr. Andrew Quick. How you doing, Doctor? Doing great, Joe. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about this because we do get a lot of students uh, on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I just gave a lecture to the Delt, which I know that's your your tribe yep. down in yep. uh, Life University. Really awesome group of uh, guys, and uh, had so much fun, so much fun with those guys. So it brought me to light about helping students break some of the mindset. So. Give me some scoop. How long ago were you a student? Where'd you go? Yeah, so I went to Sherman College, uh, graduated in March of 2020. So great timing right before uh, right before COVID. And <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, and, and then practiced in Atlanta for a while, associated there, and then came back home to Charleston, South Carolina, started my own practice in June of 2021. June of 2021. So you are uh, about two and a half yeah. years, so you still... You can still taste the student mindset, I'm sure, uh, but you're you're farther along on the other side. That's why I thought you'd be awesome for this podcast. Talk to me from your perspective, and I'll tell you mine, on um, student mindset. What are you feeling as a student? What are you thinking about? What are you stressing about? Because you're going to cross the barrier to being the doc. So let's talk about what is it, where is the student at? The, uh, man, coming out of school, you know, you're, you're, all you know is the trenches. All you know is the adjustments. You're not. You're not thinking. You know. You might have an idea of vision and, and and business and overhead and things like that. But really, what you know is student clinic. You know, shadowing other, other docs. You know the the chiropractic and what what technique. You know. Uh, you know. What, what what do you want to do? What are your goals? But it's you might have a big picture vision, but it's all you know, in the air, the actual, what you know, is, is the, is the, the chiropractic side versus the owner side. Yeah. So I, I think I, some of it's healthy, I think, uh, because I was obsessed with technique and adjusting and it did help me. I had confidence coming out, but I was so, I think the word is monomaniacal, so laser focused on that, that I was pretty much blinded to any consciousness around leadership business. I was just obsessed with technique passing classes. Uh, right. I mean, that's kind of the mindset there. So, um, what, what do you see on the other side of that? What's the the big shocker or awareness? Like, okay, we'll go back to where you were. You got the license, you got the permits, you started, you and I met and you're going to buy a practice. We could talk some funny stories about negotiating a practice, (laughs) Uh, but, uh, it was pretty eye-opening. Go back to that stage of that flip. Would you feel what were the uh, fears now being an owner? Yes, great question. So, when when you're in school, all you care about is you know passing boards and you know this exams and exit exams and you know, practicals. Uh, you know, I know you got your technique, and and then you come out and you step into that world of of being an owner, and that shift to owner is different. And, and you, you may hear it during school. You may hear it at, at conferences and training events is, you know, you have to be your chiropractic hat versus your owner hat. You have to be different and, and, and they're different things. And you hear that. And you say, yeah, yeah, of course, of course, absolutely. And then you get into practice 
And what I found myself doing was I was stuck in the chiropractor mode and not enough of the owner mode. You know, there, there's, cause that's what I was comfortable with. I think that's what I knew better. I knew the technique. I knew how I was going to adjust. I knew, you know, I knew what that, that facet of it, the idea of marketing and training and systems and all that, it was you know, needed, but I wasn't nearly as comfortable. And so I think I fell more into that chiropractor zone and not the owner zone as much as I, I, I needed to. What's interesting about that, I think, is when we're so caught into our, our trade, our, our profession, um, then we end up not having the black belt in the business, the systems and whatnot. Then there may not be enough profit. There may not be enough patience. There may not be enough business. There may not be enough staff. There may not be the structure needed to actually perform our craft and, and what we love in chiropractic. Now your attention has to be on poverty complex, not have enough money, can't pay my bills, having trouble hiring staff, having trouble managing patient flow. So guess where your attention is? It's off of your love of your craft. Now you're focusing on money and people and all this, your energy is dispersed because you loved your, 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 your craft so much. So my advice, and then you could help me with your uh, perspective, is two things. Keep doing what you're doing, but take 15 or 20% of your time and focus it on learning leadership, business, marketing, communication. Just, just 10, 20. Don't drop your technique. Don't stop doing what you're doing, but just put that level on it so you're constantly gaining some curiosity and whatnot, I think would be really, really helpful. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you know, when I first started clinic, I remember my first six months, you know, we, we specifically struggle with internal referrals. We would struggle with it. And, you know, I, I couldn't understand why, what was my block? What was my block? And, um, you know, my, one of, one of my coaches, Dr. Cliff Fisher, you know, he, he mentioned, he said, what's your reasoning for doing it? I was like, Oh, well to help patients, you know, to help people, of course. And he says, but when you're asking for the referral, when you're talking about the referral, where are you? What is that actually coming from? Are you coming from a, a place of love and truly want to just help people? Or are you thinking, oh, we need more new patients to cover overhead? And I had a real gut check with myself and said, I'm coming from the wrong place. And when I trained on that and worked on it, coming from, and, and, and again, bleeding into each other, the owner and, 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 and the chiropractor bleeding into each other. When you separate that and you're truly present as the chiropractor, the internal referrals flew up. They, the numbers started doing great because I, I, they had that separate time for each other. And so, yeah, the, you need to spend time with both. And I think I struggled separating the two, especially early in, in, in my career um, and gotten better at it. Not perfect, but, but, but better. You know, it's, it's first awareness that you, it's kind of a dichotomy or gotta be somewhat bipolar, but you have to have, there's a different agenda as an owner and there's a different agenda as a chiropractor. There's different yeah. focuses. Yeah. And you, you have to be both. If you look at most industries, we had a chiropractor join uh, join Align Life and or wasn't going to join Align Life because his in-laws ran a, um, a tanning franchise and a tanning booth franchise. And they had like a thousand locations, very successful. And they said, well, I'm just going to follow their lead and it ended up almost going bankrupt. And they called me after and said, you know what I realized is that they know tanning, but they don't know chiropractic because in chiropractic, 
they're used to having staff in the front and the business owners in the back running the business. I'm the, I do the service and I run the business. So I have to be in the room doing all the work. And then I got to put the hat on other businesses. You own a coffee shop, you own a tanning salon, you own a pizza place, you own any of these businesses. Usually there's a team that you hire and the owners running the business, right? So think about the average Cairo, 90% of Cairo's are providing all the service. Then they have to take off that hat and it's very confusing to put on this business owner hat and then run the business at the same time they're providing sometimes all the service, right? Isn't that like kind of the catch is you really have two hats and you can't mix them up. And I think that's the clarity that you felt that I think you can express to the, uh, you know, to, to people, doctors and uh, students. Yeah, absolutely. And, and again, it's, it's something you, you hear about all the time you hear, you gotta be present with patients. You know, I've heard that from so many mentors before and, and you hear that, you hear that, and then you get into actual practice and I would catch myself again, just thinking, oh gosh, you know, what are we going to do the next screening event? You know, what, what's, what's the, what's the next, uh, marketing we, we got to do? Oh, how, how can the conversion percentage grow up? And then I'd catch myself and say, you're, you're adjusting patience, man. You're not present. You're not, you're not focused on, on right now. You can, you can have that time. And I think that's also something that that's benefited me is, is the systems and the scheduling is having that time to where you can put on that hat to, in, in, in a way, you know, kind of get those thoughts out, right? So if you don't have that time in your schedule to say, I'm going to review marketing at this time, I'm going to review, uh, you know, how do I training or scripts at this time, then it's going to come out whenever it can come out instead of having those set times. So um, again, things you hear about, but then actually implementing them makes all the difference. So to give some practicality to it, if you're a student watching this, you know, do things like listen to this podcast, come to the Align Life Club, uh, read some books, find some other mentorship in, in the schools or in seminar series where you can step a little bit away from just the delivery of chiropractic and learn some of these other components. If I was to give you some quick advice, I would say uh, I would read the book uh, Crucial Conversations would probably be my number one to learn how to have authentic conversations, uh, be able to handle a conflict very well, create safe space for people to have the conversation of telling your patient, hey, you're not following the care. Hey, um, let me be your doctor. We, We have to reduce weight because it's taxing the spine. Hey, to your staff, we're creating some conflicts with the other team members. Let's sit down and discuss. Like there's a lot of crucial conversations, I think is one of the first things you should learn in leadership. Uh, but open your eyes to leadership. Um, open your eyes to communication. Open your eyes to business 10, 15% of the time. And then the rest of the time, focus on your boards, your technique. Yeah. You know, I do love people that are passionate about technique. And I know We'll probably in the future be talking through some of that stuff, but I think it's important to have something that we can lean on really strong, a foundation of a technique that we can hang our hat on and be like, I can climb through adversity in in my profession or my trade because I can lean on this conviction I have. But all of us that were so passionate about it, like myself and yourself, um, we, we put not enough time on the other things because we got so far on one side. So I don't regret it. I would just say back in my time, if I would have put 10% on opening the awareness of it, I think I would have less struggle in the first few years of moving forward. Um, So that's kind of my my advice. So um, I took a 
Darren Hardy. I don't know if you know, you know oh, yeah. Darren Hardy. Oh yeah, the the uh, the compound effect is the the first book I read every year. Uh, I've done that. This will be my fifth year in a row coming up in 2024, and I love I that know, book. Love Darren Hardy. I know you've coached with Cliff Fisher. He's a big Darren Hardy right. fan, so him and I talk a lot about uh, about some of his work. Uh, he does a lot of work with Darren Hardy, but one of the things uh, uh, he said. Um, I lost my thought on that. Um, I lost my thought. He was t- talking about, it was something clarity on focus. Um, it'll come to me, but Darren Hardy really gets you to be really self-aware of where you're putting your attention, where you're putting your focus. Oh, this is, this is the clarity of one of the things. He said, pick something that you have a gap in. And I told this to you uh, and your team when we did a strategy session. And I got this from Darren Hardy. Let's say... Uh, you talked about having more leadership, right? Skill sets as you progress in your business. And I had said from Darren Hardy's work, what four books do you have to read? What live seminar do you have to attend? What podcast do you have to listen to? And then figure out when you're going to read which book, which quarter, when you're going to listen to podcasts in the morning, half an hour, three days a week. So it's like, where do we level up our knowledge? Because that's the awareness that we need. So whatever, wherever you are, and I talked about this with the Delts this past week, is you got to have uh, certainty in five different categories. Clinical certainty, right? That's our techniques. Number two, communication certainty. We talked about having good communication. Um, number three is systems. Um, number four would be business acumen, how to you know, run the business. Um, and then your ability to drive uh, lead generation. Like there's different levels of certainty that you need and you're gonna grow to the point of your weakest piece of certainty. No, I'm sorry, not lead generation. That would be more business. It would be philosophical. So we have the fifth one being philosophical. So you've met Kairos that are really high philosophical, real bad clinical, or real good, real bad clinical, real good philosophy or poor business people and great technique, right? We're gonna grow to the point of our lowest certainty of those five categories. So the Delts took a lot of notes when I spoke on that and we went around the room and said, what's your weakest? Guess what most of the time it is of those five? Which one do you think? Oh, gosh, I would say the the, the business, you know, any, anything yes. regarding business. I mean, everyone knows you don't get taught business in school. Everyone knows that. Everyone says it. Yeah. Everyone said business. Yeah. Every yeah. one of them said, I was like, really? Every single one said business. Yeah. The Delts, high philosophy, right? Sure. Some of them are great clinical, but where they felt they needed. And that's what we do in Align Life is bring the business side to help you understand, whether it be a profit loss, whether it be how to run your books, how to build a team. Those are the places we're going to fall down. We're probably not going to yeah. fall down on the adjusting. Thing. And, and I think, that's all you think about it. This yeah, Joe, and I think, I think it's frustrating to see. It, it is frustrating to see, to personally know great chiropractors that I went to school with or, you know, from around the profession and they fail in practice because they're, they're strong in philosophy. They're, they're great clinicians. They do great work. They help great people, but they don't know business. And that, that is, is it's sad. It's a crime because we need more of that. And I know that that's where we connected, you know, because you, 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 you came in, you know, and, 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 a great, great conversation, you know, the first time we met, you know, saying, hey, so how much business were you taught in school? 
You knew the answer. I knew the answer. Not much. He said, yeah, I bet. And, and that, that was a great segue into saying, hey, how can Align Life help? And um, it, it's, it is something that I think schools are starting to implement more business courses, um, but it's not enough. It's not nearly enough. And, and yeah, there, there, there's a lot, a lot of way to go for that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. That's usually the beginning of the, of the conversation. Joe Clarino, who you know very well, good friend of mine, great leader in the Align Life movement. Um, he said he did an interview at Life University to students with a, probably like a hundred, like a lot of people. And he asked, how confident are you? Uh, and how much are you looking for help to get, you know, to, to be successful? So the first, they go by the quarter system. The first four quarters, confidence, nine or 10, needing help, one or two. Then it was like the fifth through the eighth quarter. And it was like confidence, seven, eight, and then need help, three, four. And then, you know, the story. Yeah. So at the end, the last four quarters, help. 10 confidence zero <laughs> it's like because they're ready to get out it was like well i don't know anything yeah it was so funny when he showed me the <laughs> the yeah. data oh, yeah. uh because the more you know the more you realize you don't you don't know and it's a yeah. cliche to say but it's true it's true i'm learning more now at 52 yeah. than i i'm more open to learn now than i was yeah. 20. it's a cliche but it's, it's right it's so accurate. true very accurate cliche yeah that's so great all right so in closing thoughts if you were to give some advice to a student like students getting in their last year um, and they're thinking of opening uh, on their own. They got the confidence, they got a technique, um, they know where they want to go uh, and they're ready to roll. Like, is there a mindset or a sure. behavior or a thought process that you would have to the person listening right now that's going to open? What What are your... Yeah, yeah. Got it. It's tons. Obviously, we could, we could be here for another <laughs> 10 hours talking about that straight. I, I think, you, you know, in, in school, you, you learn the philosophy. You learn, I mean, well, if you go to the right schools, you learn the philosophy. Um, yeah. Shout out to Sherman in life. Um, you know, the, 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 the chiropractic side, the philosophy side, um, the, the passion, the mission, the purpose is all there. You know, towards your, you know, it's never too early to start learning the business aspect, the, the mindset set aspect. Um, I think... I think the biggest thing I would say is yeah, read podcasts, shadow, get out there, find mentors, find coaches who have done what you Smart. want to do Smart. and then ask them how they did it. Because what I, I shadowed a lot of different chiropractors when I was in school and, and something I wish I would have done more is, is find chiropractors who had accomplished what I wanted to accomplish and in the way that I wanted to accomplish it. Um, I, I guess that, you know, find, find, you know, do you, like you always say, you know, get granular with it, you know, figure out, you know, what do you want to achieve? Um, and then find, find the business aspects, find, find the, the, the structure and, and, and your scheduling, because I had, I had the, the mission and purpose and passion. I'm going to save the world. I had that down, but that, that business aspect, that, that mindset, the marketing, that is, is the biggest gap. And again, it's what we're not taught in school. So you have to seek it out. You have to seek out the people who have done it. You have to seek out the ways in which you can accomplish that, that vision um, that gets created in school. I think that's a great way to leave this, uh, this session. I, to add to that, I would say what you're saying, give yourself the grace and the space 
to write out that vision as clear as you can so you can taste it. Yeah. And it may change three months later or a year later. That's okay because you you have a lack of experience. So, but refine it to the as granular as you can, and then share it with a potential mentor. This is what I want to create. Well, I think I can help you with that. Can I come follow Shadi? This is what I'm trying to do. And they may give you advice. You know what? I would do this before that, or maybe well, that's some good advice. And you share like this is my vision, and have it refined and share and do what exactly Dr. Andrew said. Is find mentorship and, uh, and they're out there. You want to yeah, they're out there. Those there's there's so many people out there in our profession that are willing to help, that have that fire still, that that desire and passion to help students, to help those young in in the profession. And so if you if you seek it, you will find it. You just got to look. Love it. it. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks again. I'm probably gonna invite you on for a future one to break down the mindset of chiropractor versus the owner. Love so to. you and I yeah. can dive deep on that. So it'd be fun, but uh, have a great day. And uh, thanks again. Awesome. I appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, man. This episode was brought to you by Align Life Chiropractic and Natural Health Centers. If you're interested in creating your dream practice or want to know more about Align Life, go to alignlifepodcast.com. Mm-hmm.